from Wesley Clove to your earlobe. This is the Step Over Podcast, Ottawa's grassroots soccer podcast. My name is Josh. Thanks for joining. And you know, if you're listening to this podcast, then you're one of either two kinds of people. Uh, you're either a really big fan of soccer in Ottawa, or you're a big fan of super unbelievably niche sports podcast. And in either case, I love you. I appreciate you. But if you're in group one, then you got to get yourself acquainted with Capital City Supporters Group. Uh, of course, if you're not already. If you've been to TD Place for a Atletico Ottawa game, then you've definitely seen them in Section W. And there's a lot that I love about that crew. You know, not only do they make noise in the stands, uh, you know, they're organizing events, creating content for fans, and really just making it really accessible uh, to be a fan of our local pro club, Atletico Ottawa. Now, as we're looking forward to uh, the season kicking off in early April, they got their hands full with a lot of stuff going on. And I had a chat with uh, the group's founder, Daniel Duff, as well as key members, Thomas Docting and Eddie Benhin, to talk about what they got coming up. So if you're excited for the upcoming season, this chat is a must-listen. So here's my chat with the crew from CCSG. All right, we're here with Eddie Benhin, Daniel Duff, and Thomas Stockton of Capital City Supporters Group. Guys, how are you? Awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, really good. Thank you, mate. <laughs> really nice. good. We have a lot I want to talk to you guys about, um, so let's get right to it. Uh, let's start with like a quick look at at like last year. So like, last season was was you know CCSG's first season where you were able to be at T Place and you know be physically there, present, you know, cheering on Atletico Ottawa. Um, so like especially as like a still relatively new supporters group, um, what were some of the takeaways uh, for you as a group, um, you know, from that first in-person season? Well, I mean, I I think it was remarkably successful in terms of the precedent we were able to set for ourselves. We had big goals as a supporters group coming into this thing, um, you know, doing our extracurricular uh, activities outside of the supporters section. Now uh, we've we sort of wanted to make the the same impression in in the stands, and um, you know we, we were able to get a couple of written pieces uh, by local press uh, and and a press by by the league uh, talking about the atmosphere in Section W and what uh, Capital City was able to to bring. Uh, GF Blanc, one of the uh, local. Uh, um, members of Ledroit uh, wrote a wonderful piece saying that uh, the highlight of last season was the Capital City Supporters Group and, and the supporters in Section W. So, um, you know, a lot of people seem to notice what we were doing. We came extremely uh, um, organized and wanted to, um, you know, take a militant stance on, on, on controlling the, the fan atmosphere um, from the first whistle until the final whistle. And I think we've did a wonderful job uh, doing that. Um, Eddie, um, our match day officer, uh, was spectacular uh, uh, all year long uh, with, with uh, Brandon Natibay, who is his uh, counterpart down there in the dub. Uh, we had two full-time flag uh, uh, men and women uh, at the north and south of the stands that were waving constantly to the annoyance of 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 the uh, rivaling supporting clubs so that was wonderful and we had uh, great companions and comrades in there with 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 the Bytown boys we were able to uh, uh lean on them when we needed to and and vice versa and uh, we wanted to make sure that going into the first season in section w 
that both groups were on, on the same page and we were going to have a well-oiled champ machine down there at TD Place. Um, so did you get any feedback from like maybe new fans of the supporter section who, who maybe hadn't experienced that before? I mean, Thomas and Eddie did a wonderful job um, sort of indoctrinating new members, new uh, people. It almost seemed uh, multiple times during a match. Uh, our, the, the group has expanded immensely during uh, the start of last season till present. We, it's just ballooned. Uh, we have over 300 members, uh, which is in terms of a supporters group it, it, in a city like Ottawa is, is, is pretty large. Um, not all of them active, but uh, I'd like Eddie and Thomas to step in on this one because I think you guys played such a wonderful role at reaching out to newbies uh, and sort of uh, indoctrinating them into the supporters, the culture here. Yeah, I'll jump on this one if that's all right, Eddie. I mean, I think like you asked there, Josh, um, what like the favorite thing was last year, some of the things we learned. Honestly, like my favorite bit from last year was just being in the stands and cheering for a football team live again, which, you know, it's been a while since, been a while since we'd actually been able to do it. And then, as Dan says, we're sort of surrounded by by a bit more casual fans in the first few games. There was an adaptation period where people were questioning why, yo, I got the cheapest seats in the house and all these guys are being loud and obnoxious and, and singing and dancing. Um, obnoxious is maybe actually quite a harsh word, but I think maybe that's how it had come across to some people coming into the dub for the first time. But got that sign put up and as the weeks went on there was just really good dialogue none of it was none of it was too confrontational or anything of the sorts it was we had a great liaison with um the previous director of ticketing nick ryan who was very flexible and allowed people who had a seat in the dub to be able to move out to other sections if it just wasn't quite what they were expecting if it was just too much for them in their first go and yeah for me it was just being able to whether it was students or families and stuff like that, just speaking to them, you know, if there's a goal, if there's a chance, I don't just stand around with Dan up at the top. I mean, Eddie's all the way down the front, so I barely speak to him anyway. But, um, you know, I don't just stand with Dan. I'm like running up and down the aisles, like trying to get other people involved, trying to get other people to stand up. And I don't try and do it. I try and find a balance between like pushing people to do it and not being, you know, pushy. Um, but uh, yeah, towards the end of the season, you just, you have people coming up to you in the last few games going, Tom, like you're great again today. And it's like, I have no idea who you are, but thank you. Um, <laughs> and I, that's something I'd like to work on this year is uh, remembering people's names a little bit more um, for sure. Eddie, what did you make of it? No, I mean, just like you I had people every game coming up to me saying, good job. I had no idea who they were, but always appreciate that. And they seem to have a blast. Um, no, it was a great season. I had a lot of fun. I've never done this before, but you know, these two, like said, you're going to do it. I'm like, okay. So lots of fun. Uh, got to meet a lot of new cool people and a lot of new connections. And uh, as the season progressed, it grew and grew and we started growing reputation. And now uh, I think I checked today or someone posted on Discord that Section W is all sold out for tickets. Really? It's complete. I think it's red on the scene chart. I think I saw that today on Discord. I might be wrong. Fact check that. But we heard a lot of people were moving their season tickets over to the dub. So Hopefully those people want to be active or not just trying to like be, you know, front seat for the action. But I think I have a very good feeling for this season. I think we're going to be even better than last season. So Eddie, something that I didn't realize is that you were volunteered for the match officer, like leader uh, face of the section. Um, 
It was like, voluntold. It was voluntold. Yeah, it was voluntold. But also, let's be honest, as soon as he like did it for the first three minutes, like Eddie was just so into it. I was like, we've never taken this role off him. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, um, I mean, I, when I started the group, I, I set out, I was just like, I need, I mean, I've got a, I've got a face and personality for for late night radio. So, you know, I, 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 I had no business being on the live streams and, 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 and liaisoning with the players. And I was I thinking no more business. like PBS news actually. Uh, <laughs> but I also had no business um, being down at the front and I, and like a part of the uh, indoctrination to get Eddie involved was, was this role as match day officer. I mean, we wanted him to, uh, uh, be down there. He's young. He's youthful. He's energetic. Uh, he's a huge football uh, supporter, and uh, you know he loves to try anything once. And 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 that's where a lot of these great chants have come from. We have more uh, that we're adding to our chant bible, uh, and and there's more information on that coming out soon as well. But uh, last year was wonderful, Josh, and it was great to see you you there and a lot of other people. And 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 um, you know when you're when you're going to cities like Halifax for road matches and you run into somebody at a bar and they know your name. Uh, I've never been to Halifax before at all. And it turned out that the person that said hello to me that I ended up having a 15 minute chat with, she's in section W two rows behind me. And because I never turn around and I didn't know what was going on, she <laughs> was born and raised in Halifax, came to visit her mom. And my partner and I were in Halifax for the Atleti uh, Wanderers match last year. And like, here she is uh, living in Ottawa in section W cheering for Atletico. We're in, in Halifax and we just happened to be at the same time. And it's like, you know, from that day forward, we've, we've always been able to say hello to one another and made more of a kinsmanship uh, with one another in the dub. But it's like, that's what Section W has turned into. You know, it's, it, it is, it's almost like a fraternity in a way. It's, it's, it's spectacular. And we're looking forward to, to make it even better this year, Josh. Fantastic. Um, so obviously, CCSG produces like a ridiculous amount of content. Um, and like, I would say, it's got to be more than any other supporters group in at least North America. Like it's, it's fantastic what you guys do. And like, in terms of uh, content, you'll be looking to produce throughout this coming season. Like what's on your radar or like, what's in the plans? So um, we have, we have a lot of things that are sort of coming up through uh, this year. Some things we're, we're banging the drum slowly in a lot of things, but um, the club is starting to take on more and more digital content itself. So we're more than happy to relinquish some of the territory to the club <laughs> uh, and, and we're, and we're quite happy to do so, but uh, we have a couple of new programs that we're running. We're, we're going to do podcasts like we did last year. Um, we're still working on the finite details. We're going to have new players involved in it this year. Uh, we had uh, multiple people suggest and request to want to step up and do that. Uh, that'll be a stats based uh, weekly based podcast. Um, we have this post-match, pre-match hot stove that we're doing on the uh, Twitter forums, which has been explosive for us when we've tried it. We experimented with it during the uh, uh, player signings and announcements. And that's a forum that we just have really, really drawn our, ourselves to. Uh, we're trying to get our hands on a couple of um, 
you know, pieces of, of content in terms of players, making sure that we continue to do player interviews and live streams. Uh, and, you know, the big thing that Capital City likes to do that nobody does in, in all of supporters group that, I, that I'm pretty sure of is we not only do we make digital content, we stream it and broadcast it live. So, um, and that's a huge major component of interest for us even doing it. So on the 31st of March, uh, which is just a couple of days away, we'll be doing the 2022 uh, Capital City uh, season preview. Uh, and we're gonna have uh, a special uh, guest with us. Uh, Eddie and, and uh, Thomas will be with us to anchor the show. Uh, we're gonna have fan panels like we did last year and, and a couple of, uh, of new things. Um, we're also looking to uh, create some new shows and new content uh, as well alongside with the club. Uh, we're working with the club and have been uh, tremendously with with Ryan and now uh, with with John to to build to build some things uh, as well. So people are just gonna have to wait and see a little bit to see what the digital content is uh, going forward. We're not gonna expose it all uh, here, but uh, but uh, there's there's plenty coming for sure. Josh, thanks for asking. Yeah, so you know, you mentioned the the um, you know the upcoming season preview that you're gonna be doing. Like I'm always impressed with like the level of of quality of, of the content that you do produce. Um, I should also mention, sorry, Josh, Zinkaya, is it, thank you very much for contributing to our draft special with Eddie uh, and, and, um, and Brandon, that was successful. It was one of the most watched uh, YouTube videos that we've ever done. So, um, and that was part of this year's sort of content. So you're in the, you're, you're in, you're in it too, man. It was absolutely I just wanted my to pleasure. Thank, thank you um, for that. While it was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> no worries. I mean, I mean, thanks for having me. It's always, it's always good to do anything with you guys, you know, actually. So you mentioned that, uh, you know, you'll be kind of co-producing some, some things with the club, uh, which to me makes it sound like you're, you, you know, there's more, there's more, there's going to be more collaboration happening this year. Like what was the, like, was there like a genesis for that or is just, or is that just like a developing relationship with the club? I think it's, I think it's a bit of both. Um, the club has decided to take on more um, content creation itself. And um, we have ideas. And one of the greatest things about Atletico and our relationship that we built, I mean, we haven't been, we haven't been handed anything. We've had to work extremely hard uh, to get ourselves to where we are. And, and I can't I thank the guys who are on uh, this with me enough for their contributions. Um, but um, it's, it's them taking off certain things, uh, off our plate and our content collaboration with the club will be more along the lines of events and capturing events and doing specific things. Um, obviously we've built a relationship of trust with the, the club to allow us to be able to have players on live and, and, and. And um, which is, is is very rare and, and access to players is very rare for a supporters group. And they've just I can't say enough uh, about the, Michelle and Fernando and, and, and um, John and everybody at the club that has just been very gracious with allowing Capital City to kind of um, grow, but also kind of do what it wants in terms of this, this sort of creative bug that we have that we're trying to take advantage of. But. Uh, it's been organic to answer your question, Josh. It's sort of we're, it, it's a bit of a wait and see with the club because 
you know, uh, a lot of these things come together at the last minute, but um, just, I just wanted to put it out there that there, that the sort of where people are going to be able to find certain things is going to slightly be changing in 2022 and, and going forward. That's all. Yeah. And I just, uh, I just kind of wanted to add on to the end of that, as Dan was sort of saying, um, Eddie, Dan, myself, we put a lot of work in over the last 18 to 24 months to really showcase what we can do, the talents we have, uh, the fact that we can be professional, despite the fact that like, we're just essentially volunteer football fans trying to produce content. The club was in its infancy, as we know. They were still trying to establish themselves. They've not had time at TD Place, as you mentioned at the top of this podcast, Josh. Um, and they didn't probably really have the infrastructure in place to start producing content with the players like you would see from most media departments from every professional club around the world. And um, I think it's it's one thing to be able to sort of pass that buck off, so to speak, and and allow us to do it. But there's another element of like, it wasn't just like, oh, well, we don't want to do it. Let's get these guys to do it. We we worked hard. We did a lot of stuff that came that had nothing to do with players or anything of the sorts to showcase and build a portfolio, essentially, to be able to showcase that we have the ability to do this. And yeah, as Dan said, the club were very gracious. Nick, uh, again, probably the biggest element at the start in actually getting us access to people and players like that. And as Dan said, the, the focus might shift a little bit this year as Dan said, like the club are going to be doing more themselves. So then what happens there? Are you stepping on each other's toes? Are you producing the same content? Or how about we just change the angle and, and go in a different way? And I'm um, not going to reveal anything here, not my place too, but uh, we've definitely been considering the different roads to go down and they're not different roads. They're not, sorry, they're not worse roads or better roads. They're different roads, and I'm excited to see what we can do as the group grows. Okay. Um, so the upcoming season preview, um, you know, last year's was, you know, you did such a good job. Uh, you know, it's unbelievably well done. Um, uh, like, is there anything you can tell us about this year's special and, like, what fans might be able to expect? Any, like, little tidbits for us? Yeah, well, we... we, we um... We're going to have fan panels starting 11 again. We, that, that went off really well. So we wanted to sort of rehash that. We're reaching out to our members uh, to, to do that. We're, we're also, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to have uh, players on. Um, uh, I, somebody that I wanted to have uh, on for years and, and since um, they're back with us, uh, it, it would be, you know, I don't want to say it because, if I if I announce who it's going to be and then something happens and they have to cancel, then I look then I look like the guy who's who's uh, doesn't have all all of his cards uh, together here. But um, we're working on getting uh, some you know a legendary Ottawa player uh, to come on, and we want we want to um, um, flesh out some of, more of of, of the uh, content with our match day operator with uh, with Eddie and and um, and Brandon who were. Uh, wonderful last year with their show, the cheap seats. Um, we're sort of going in a different direction with, with that show, but we're going to make sure that they wield something going forward. And I have uh, some plans that Eddie doesn't even know about yet uh, for the uh, uh, season preview uh, that are, that are going to put him and, and Brandon together um, doing something that they've never done before. That's why Eddie's uh, eyebrow go up there. Yeah, I, I, this is all news to me as well. You know, these two, 
I just, they tell me what to do and I do it. So this is all news to me. I get like, you know, first hearing. So I don't know what's going on. I'm going to show up and do my thing. And all I know, Brandon and I work together. Well, today at camp, we were teaching all the kids ATO chants and, you know, indoctrinating them to the, the massive club we are. But I'm excited for everything that's planned. <laughs> And what uh, there is the another case. There's another case of voluntold there. Um, but I think one of the other <laughs> thank you. With, one of the other things we're trying to work on as well is get another couple of. Um, I'm going to say the word voices uh, from from around the league and people to come on who are both fans of the game, but also maybe in positions that give their their opinions some clout. Let's say so. Working on that. Okay. Right on. Um, so it. You know, you got a packed schedule over the next few weeks for sure. Um, you know, you got the home opener against Cavalry, which is uh, which April 9th. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think I think the next thing up is CCG. CCSG is co-hosting a uh, viewing party with Atletico Ottawa on March 24th for the Men's National Team World Cup qualifying game against Costa Rica. Um, that's coming up really soon. Uh, can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, you guys can chime in whenever it's because, uh, you know, this is the most talking I do. I'm starting to feel like a front man in a band or something. But um, are you not March? Well, I just like I like when the guys when the guys are talking for me, but <laughs> the, it, I'm very excited about that. This is this is we're going to we're going to clinch a World Cup spot on the 24th of March. In Costa, Rica are you calling it at the at the Stade National? And the only thing better than than clinching a World Cup spot is having a party with your local football club as they reveal their brand spanking new sexy AF alternate kit. I mean, what I was very excited to to roll that out uh, on Monday. I mean, I, I thought that was just like the bee's knees, man. I thought that was that was great. So uh, I, it's a late kickoff. It's at 10 p.m. Um, it's at the Glee Central Pub. They've been incredible, um, allowing us to host these Canada parties. Um, if you have not yet been to a capital city Voyagers, this time slash ATO Canada viewing party at the Glee Central Pub, you have not been anywhere in the last six months because it's been incredible. Um, they're packed every single time. The atmosphere is crazy. We're singing the chants. The service is very good. Um, the, the bar is extremely welcoming. We've had, we've had local press there. Um, you know, we've had journalists there. We've had people from the league there, people from the club there. So it's been spectacular and you don't want to miss March 24th kit launch. Canada's going to clinch it. We're going to Qatar. I'm going to try not to cry when that happens. Uh, I've been waiting a very, very, very long time, longer than most. If, if you have ever met me, you know, I've got a lot of gray hair. So, you know, I've been waiting a long, 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 long time for this. Eddie, not so much, but uh, uh, it's, uh, it's something that I'm extremely excited about. And uh, it, it couldn't happen at a better time, just a couple of weeks before the, the home opener. So you got to sign up though at the on the on on uh, the website. If you go to Atletico's website, uh, and they'll have uh, a link on it on their on their main page, a hyperlink uh, about about the viewing party, and uh, sign up there, and then uh, you'll be able to get in. So you have to RSVP to get in. 
the demand has been so big in the last two that this has been the way for us to make sure that that we don't turn people away, that we don't have to, because that's just been the case. And the demand has just been so great. And now we're adding the elements of the kit launch, as well as the possibility of clinching a World Cup berth to this. So we just want to make sure that everybody's, you, you know, if you can't make it to, to, the, to the Glebe Central pub, you know, you can still not make it, you don't have to go all the way over there. You can turn it on on one soccer at home. Uh, or, or, you know, you can hit up the, uh, the Senate as well, because they, they, they tend to play the matches as well. If you can't get in. Um, so I know you guys are going to cover a ton in your season preview. Um, but I do just want to ask all of you just two questions about the upcoming season. You know, there's not many people who, who know more about the team than you do. Um, so my first question, uh, who is one player in particular, uh, that you think fans should get very excited for? Eddie, you want to jump at this one, mate? We got a lot of new players. That's a hard one player. I mean, everyone we signed, you should be excited about. Ah, it's hard to pick. Obviously, there's you know Balu Tabla who comes from, you know, played in Barcelona, played in Montreal. Like that's a huge signing. Now you have Sissoko with a huge resume as well. Uh, then the, the Spanish guys we brought in, and, but I'm gonna go with Neva McDonald. McDonald, but he's the. Early on, he was, you know, the, what is it, the 9 a.m. signing. You know, my, people might have, you know, yeah. missed that. He's going to be a fantastic center back. Like, the way he's playing from the highlights and just his energy I see from the pictures, he seems like a great guy to have on the team and a, just a hard-nosed defender, which you love to see as a defender myself. And uh, I don't know, I, I can just see him running towards the dub with his shirt off just as a, you know, a 90th-minute winner. He, he seems like the one person on the team that would do that. And uh, I'm super excited <laughs> to see him. and in the flesh for sure thomas what about you um i'll go i'll go to a certain extent compatriot and say um ali bassett um uh, like, that uh, was, i, think, I was I, gonna say ali bassett okay <laughs> i think right. i'll um, take someone else i think eddie's choice of neighbor is a fantastic one i think we really lacked defensive solidity last year and um i mean i think eddie's picturing him topless considering that's like his instagram profile picture as well and i mean we would all die to see mcdonald neighbor topless to be honest um but uh the Oli Oli Bassett was very impressive in the first half of the season last year. His form kind of dipped away after he was selected a little less. Um, there's some interesting conversations he has about that on the Atletico YouTube channel, actually. But um, I really think that was like the adaptation year and um, the idea that the Pacific didn't go all out and go, okay, this guy's got 12 months experience in the Canadian Premier League now and let's keep it going. He's very creative, very versatile, can go in. A lot of different areas and as we saw from the atletico ottawa uh, instagram story and stuff that got posted whilst they're in spain he uh he came first in the bleep test so you know the man's got lungs for days <laughs> and dan well i i mean i'm i love the dead ball kick so i i, I really think dolly bassett is is, is wonderful uh and, and it's going to be wonderful also to see uh, Carl Haywood back in, uh, in, in an Ottawa kit. Uh, I think th- having the options for those two dead ball guys uh, in the roster is massive in a league that is perpetual uh, with, with its yellows and cautions and, 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 and penalties. So, so I think that's massive. Um, but, I, you know, I'll pick Tabla because, you know, I think that this guy has got um, – a lot to prove. He's got a lot of critics 
And, you know, it, when, when you take a, a player that is up against the wall like that, that is so skilled, um, that has, that's had to reinvent themselves, not only as a footballer, but as a person, um, this, this is a make or break year for Tabla. And I think that he's well aware of that. And we're going to see fireworks from this guy. I think that he not only is going to be able to be a great one-touch finisher, but he is going to assist in a lot of creative goals up top. And it doesn't matter if it's Shaw putting them in or anybody else up top. Uh, I think that Tabla is, is an absolute keystone for the 2022 uh, Ottawa Atletico side, Atletico Ottawa side, pardon me. Jeez, my, my beer's half done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I think uh, I was thinking like, okay, who who would I actually give for my answer? And, and like Tabla, I think is a great call. If anything, just for the storylines. Like, I don't think there's a player that, that gets better storylines than, you know, he, you know his uh, potential redemption story, you know? Um, but one player that I'm most excited for is... Uh, is a Sissoko because I don't think that there's a player who's got a better resume in the whole league, I think, you know, than him. So I'm really, really curious to see, uh, you know, what, what he can do. Um, now question two, um, which might be uh, one of the most key questions for the season going forward uh, is who is going to be the next player to jump into the dub to go dub jumping. Hmm. That's a, that's a tough question. That's a very tough question. Obviously Pally is the first person. I mean, I said it. I think it's. I think it's Neva. I I don't so. know who. I'm trying to think just from you know what we see from preseason. Who has the most personality? He's the one that's always smiling, and he's. I mean, he has his own fan page, which is linked in his own Instagram bio. If there's <laughs> did you, anyone, did you, did you start that, Eddie? Did you start? No, that I didn't page? start that. <laughs> I would if that wasn't existed. But I mean, if there's any person who seems to be really connected with the fans, it seems to be him. And I don't know, I, I, you know, I can picture us shooting on the other end and he's back and then we score and he runs towards the dub and I can see that with the smoke flying and pictures everywhere and us chanting that we're massive. So in all fairness, he is, he is very photogenic. So I think that would work really well. Um, So he's a tasty dish, right? Honestly, to, 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 call, to call all of the boys out, and I hope that uh, some Atletico people are listening to this, I don't care who jumps in the dub. I want people, Malcolm Shaw, Brian Wright especially, calling both of you out right now. Stop running towards the empty stand when you score. Come towards us. Come celebrate. We in have front smokes of us. and chants. Like, why are, you, why are you going there? Come on now. There we go. There we go. I've thrown him under the bus and I want to see more, ce- like regardless of jumping in the dub, I want to see more celebrating in front of the dub this season. Yes. Added by all style, full length of the field, knee slides. That's all I want. <laughs> there you go. It certainly makes for a way better ticket promo for 2023. I'll tell you that right now. You know, I mean, I, I think Nathan Ingham won't be outdone by anybody. So I, I, I'm going to pick him. Uh, I'm going to say that, you know, Ingham is just going to double down and he's, he, he's going to do it twice. Probably, you know, he just, he's the kind of guy that he's so competitive that he just, he'll go, Oh, you did that. Okay. Well then I'll cartwheel into the dub. You know, uh, I think, I think, I think he's just gonna, he's, he's going to be the one to do it. If, if anyone's going to do it, it'll be him. I'm going to, we're going to get so many goals this year that he's going to have the pick of the litter on when to do it. So, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll, it'll be great. 
but that, that would be my pick, Josh. I would say, you know, it, it's going to be a keeper's tradition. Uh, and I just think Ingham won't be outdone. He'll, 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 he'll do it. I like that. I think you guys should put a target, like jump here, you know? Honestly, how good a TIFO would that be? Just like, just literally just a target that just says Looney Tune style writing, jump here. Um. (laughs) I love it. Another event you guys got um, on the docket is uh, April 2nd. There's going to be a chant night. Um, Now I'm, I'm a terrible supporter. I don't know what a chant night is. So someone please tell me what happens at a chant night. I got you. So April 2nd, we have a schedule for 7 p.m., but uh, sun might be gone, so we might have to bump that up a little bit. It's on a Saturday, so hopefully people can make it. It's basically a, a night slash evening where we just practice the chants. Uh, we've been working on chants all off season and have a refresher on the upcoming chants. Just so when we go to the game, people know what the chants are, know how they go, so that we have more people chanting and not just like, what's this song again? How does it go? So we'll be handing out the chants we have on our sheets and just practicing and basically having a blast, meeting, seeing everyone again. It's basically like, you know, like a camp orientation, you know, like the week before it finally starts. So it's going to be a blast. Bring your beverages in a, you know, water. because In, a, need in water. a paper bag. Yeah, you're going to need water. That's what I mean with beverages. And uh, yeah, make a, bring something that can help your throat because we're going to be chanting for a while. It's going to be a blast. And by the time boys will be there, co-event it's gonna be awesome can't wait honestly man like eddie has been and brandon as well actually they've been working so hard during this off season the ccsg members chat and discord is popping off every few days with different chance suggestions eddie where do you get all the inspiration for this stuff man uh brandon and i just look up chants on youtube from different teams and then uh <laughs> run away from our camp groups to make chants at lunch and and here we, we chant them for a while and get people involved. So it's, a, it's been a great time. Chant camp counselor, Eddie Van Hand. The creative process being revealed here. <laughs> Can you tell I'm a full-time student? I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we got five minutes to fit in. Uh, I think one last question. Um, so, of course, you guys are going to be most excited for opening day. Uh, can you tell the good listener uh, what do you have planned for that first day back at TV Place? Yeah, so we have. Um, I was going to say, Eddie, 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 is, Eddie is leading a lot of this. You should probably let. Oh, him know, right? Yeah, Eddie, Eddie is Eddie is leading a lot a lot of it for sure. But we we do we do have multiple events on the second of April. They're co-events with the Bytown Boys and Capital City Supporters Group. Super key and super crucial. Eddie, take it away. Yeah, so come opening game, we're all going to be at the Senate Tavern, and we're all going to have a blast for a pregame. Um, and then we're going to march towards the field, towards the arena. And I think last year we had maybe like 60 people there. I will hopefully have the same amount, maybe even more. Uh, it's going to be a blast. We're going to do some chants, walking up. It's going to be absolute scenes. You know, we might tip off some journalists and stuff to, you know, get some videos, you know, photographs and we're gonna march in there, get our tickets, and march to the field. And uh, might be a smoke show, might be you know who knows. But it's gonna be a blast. Whatever you saw last year from the march, we're trying to make it even better. Uh, and we just want to bring the energy from even before the game starts. So I can't wait. Like I'm counting down the days. It's gonna be like it's a celebration. Ab- it's an absolute celebration. It is a tailgate of biblical proportions. We start early. Uh, everyone gets together. Uh, both groups it's a complete wonderful bonding experience 
Everyone gets to be reacquainted. Everyone gets to know one another. We then march over the canal bridge, the historic uh, bridge, into the stadium grounds, uh, take our place where we belong in Section W. And from that moment on, it's a symbol of the beginning of a season that awaits. And uh, we, we do chants uh, from beginning first whistle to last whistle, but we also do it the entire length of the march. Um, supporters' marches are extremely special. They're right up there with a supporter's scarf in terms of their significance. We don't do them often. We do them when they count. And the home opener is an absolute crucial quintessential moment in our calendar year. So if please come out, we will have more materials. Follow Capital City Supporters Group on all of our social media at Capital City SG on everything. Um, you can go to capitalcitysupporters.com for more information as well. But we have everything from the 24th of March with the viewing party, the 2nd of April with the chant night, the 9th of April with the home opener and the supporters march. And one of the things I want to chirp in here really quickly is we have an official pub announcement. Our supporters group has an official pub. They're hosting all the viewing parties with drink specials, football um, centric menu items and uh we couldn't be happier to be associated with the glebe central pub they've been absolutely spectacular with us they've been this is breaking news they've been yeah they've been creative uh in allowing us to do what we want so every single capital city event will uh be held at the glebe central pub ground zero for supporters here in ottawa fantastic all right uh zoom is about to kick us off but guys uh this has been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for joining uh dan thomas eddie eddie i think this is your fifth time on i think you're you're less a guest than than a, a correspondent just I'm gonna give have me to like a belt you ready just you know i, I need <laughs> I was thinking, like a commemorative tea towel or something i need some i need your merch i need i need to step over We're gonna have to get shirt. some merch that's it i mean i got yours so oh Ooh, i love that uh, thanks right, again boys. josh it's always a pleasure thank you on, absolutely